Jordan. Ian. Who was making a sandwich, wasn't really paying attention, mistook Marmite for mayonnaise, and now can't look at a slice of damn bread without getting nauseous. Barry White? No. Two guys. What? Beautiful. That's what they call me, mate. That's what I call you. How are you doing? I'm alright, thanks mate. First time back after the new year recording. Yes, in recording time. In recording time, you're not, not podcast time, because what, what is this, like f- March or something, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, no, I'm alright mate, yeah good. Drinking some delicious, like, stuff you gave me. Paul Gascoigne, was it? <laughs> what was it? Paul the footballer, they just blended that guy up, didn't they? That's what you said. Do you mean Flock de Gascon? Yeah, that's the one. Ah. Yeah, some delicious, it's like a mix of port and sangria. Do you know what it actually is? Oh god, no. I've drank half of it, so I'm hoping it's not something awful. It's two parts arsenic. (laughs) One part cough medicine. I thought it had gone to my head straight away. (laughs) It's part Armagnac, which is like a cognac. Right. Regional to southwest of France. Right. So it's part that, Mm -hmm. and part wine, Mm -hmm. and part, I think it's grape juice, or grapefruit juice. So it has, a, like, a sort of a sweetness to it as well. Okay, so it's a dirty pint, essentially. Someone's gone around the table at the end of the night at a kid's party when all the drinks have been left, and they've put all the drinks into one, yeah. and they've gone, yeah, that'll do. And sold it to you. Yeah, and sold it to <laughs> <laughs> Bottled it, made a nice little label for it, and sold it. I still drink it, though. It's delicious, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really nice. I'm pretty sure I can still taste the cigarettes off Great Aunt Mildred's lips, you know, from when she had a, a drink of that. When she visited France. Yeah, from when she had a drink of that. 1989. Fruit juice, yeah. <laughs> Is that when the bottle's from? <laughs> Maybe she Is wasn't even out? a great aunt back then. Go on. <laughs> Anyway, how are you doing, Paul? I'm good, thank you. There was a little bit of a story that happened around Christmas, because, of course, Christmas has happened now. It has happened. It is the new year, and it's just a distant memory. A drunken haze. Yeah, I can't f***ing remember a thing about it. <laughs> One thing I do remember. So I was scrubbing the trays following Christmas. Like a good husband. Yeah, I would do my best. And there's this caked-on grease that I just cannot get out. Right. So my wife just naturally goes, Use some elbow grease! And I'm like, what? But, like, at this point, I was thinking she was on about, you're not f***ing doing it hard enough. Oh, right, <laughs> like, right. Give it some elbow grease, Jordan. Oh, is there actually a detergent called elbow grease? There is There is a <laughs> thing called elbow grease that is like a cleaner. Right. And she was telling me to use that. Oh. And I thought she was just saying, you're not f***ing doing it good enough. <laughs> I did the exact same just then. I thought you meant that you'd never heard of that saying. Yes. Like, give it some elbow grease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, pull your socks up. Whereas, actually, it's just a, it's a cleaning product. Oh, and actually, it was really good. To be fair, I just thought she was taking the piss. <laughs> Sounds like something your wife would do. Yeah, it, it does. I was like, I am trying. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking over my shoulder. I'm doing my best. <laughs> While she's there shaking the bottle at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the other really good thing happened too. Oh, yeah. So I opened our tub of heroes mm-hmm. and inside was a full-sized twirl. No way. In fact, two full-sized twirls. How did you get so lucky? I don't know. I must have got the lucky box. Sucked off the right Cadbury owner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the twirl was a bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> He's excited. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know my uh, my toothy hole? Yeah, your big gaping hole. The big, yeah, the big gapey gappy, gappy bastard. The Grand Canyon. That's the one. <laughs> I was eating a, a twirl out of a hero's box uh, this morning. Not a full size one, I bet. Not a full size one, unfortunately. It was just the perfect size to fit into said gap. Really? Yeah, I bit it. I, I was chewing. 
and somehow it flipped itself, went straight in that gap, and with the full force of my bottom jaw pushing it, pushed that twirl straight into that fucking only slightly unhealed hole, oh. right? And I felt it like, you know when you get like a bit of rubber and you stretch and it goes, like it makes that noise? Yeah. I heard my jaw do that. Oh, God. And I was like, I did that thing where, you know, you kind of just, like, put your hand against your cheek and run around like an idiot for, like, five minutes. Just just go, like, yeah, so that was fun. I could just imagine that. <laughs> you, like, smile to your wife and then there's just a little bit of twirl sticking up in a tooth. And blood just pouring out of my mouth. Oh, Hard lovely. cut to you, you're there like, mm, delicious f***ing full size twirl. <laughs> At least that one didn't get caught. Very true, yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, what have you got coming up for us today on this delightful episode? Well, today, in light of the whole Christmas and New Year period being a little bit of a haze, mm-hmm. is embarrassing emails sent by mistake. Fantastic. Maybe you're back at work, yep. your head's not quite in it, and you've got to send that email, and you only realise after it's sent that, oh dear, I made a boo-boo. I was trying to email that escort and accidentally <laughs> sent that dirty message message to my to boss, my boss. Yeah. <laughs> or my mum <laughs> yeah at least your mum could forgive you yeah <laughs> you dirty b- don't do that again but your boss yeah no i will not do that with my fingers you want it how deep <laughs> again put some elbow grease into it <laughs> I'll get the bottle. Yeah. Lube me up. (laughs) Lovely. So what have you got for us today? Well, Jordan, today I am going to be going into spontaneous human eruption. Do you mean combustion? Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's my fault. That's what happened to me last night when I saw my wife wearing all that leather. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No hands. (laughs) Look, Mum. I accidentally attached it to the email. (laughs) Send a video. Oh, God. Of course you are correct, Jordan. What I meant to say was spontaneous human combustion. Lovely. I really like this topic, actually. It's quite an interesting one. I mean, when I first started looking into it, I was kind of thinking, like, is it going to be that easy to sort of make a segment out of? But uh, it's a hot topic. Literally. Literally. Burning. I can feel it. It used to freak me out, all the pictures that I used to see as a kid. I think this is another one of those things which is just every child is scared of. Like, I mean, we keep mentioning these, but like, acid rain, did that ever freak you out when you were a kid? No, quicksand. No? Quick, yeah, that was yeah. my next one, quicksand. And my wife said to me today, quicksand used to freak me out when I was a kid. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those universal things that kids just go, that can happen. That's a thing. Yeah. That can exist. Where is it? Do I need to avoid this? And spontaneous human combustion is one of those things, I think. Although, did you say it? Boxing Day, a beach that was yes, near us, yeah. apparently had a battle quicksand that people got stuck in. I did see that, actually. But I've always heard that quicksand doesn't actually really exist. Not in the way of films, No. Right, so those people online were just lying. No, I don't think it's like the films where, for example, Never Ending Story. Never seen it. Oh, okay. In Never Ending Story, this kid and his horse go through these swamps. Right. The horse kind of gets stuck and gradually just sinks and literally okay. goes under with its head. Oh, f- Over time. Well, like a few years or something. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't have a stopwatch. <laughs> Could they have got him out, like, if they tried? No, the kid was trying to pull him and the horse wouldn't move. Oh, okay. And eventually just... It's like, no, oh, this is my time. <laughs> I think so, because it was the swamp of sadness. Was it? Yeah. Oh, and apparently it makes you feel depressed and then you give up. Oh, yeah, there you go. Whereas I don't think it's really like that. And I think it's more that, yeah, you can get stuck. You're not likely to go under, mm-hmm. but you can't move. So you'll probably dehydrate and die. Okay, fair enough. I think that's more the thing. Thanks for the lesson. Happy New Year. <laughs> anyway, spontaneous human combustion. 
First off, Jordan, straight out the gate, is it even real? I mean, it's been documented. There are strange attributes in some burn cases that seem unexplainable, but yet it is still seen as a myth. Secondly, and I guess more importantly than me ranting about it, is it's described, for anyone that doesn't know, as a phenomenon in which a human body is believed to ignite and burn without any obvious external source of ignition. The concept gained attention through historical accounts and apparent anecdotal evidence, often describing victims found in a state of near total incineration with little or no damage to their surroundings. So that's strange, huh? Yeah weird so before i go on jordan you uh, love this topic like you say so you must have a few thoughts on it what is your thoughts do you think it's real you think it's bullshit should i just shut up now do you want to hear my evidence don't hit me again <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know my thoughts really now as a kid i did believe it yep. and i thought it must happen because it's documented about yeah freaked me out massively because mm-hmm. i thought shit that's me yeah that, that could <laughs> that's gonna happen to me <laughs> yeah tonight yeah but i don't know i don't know if i really believe it now because i think there's maybe likening of like maybe cigarettes and things like that and yeah, yeah. you know carelessness we are literally going to get into all of that brilliant so fantastic let's just fucking go for it okay i'm ready so spontaneous human combustion is argued over as to whether or not it is a true thing but there has been as i mentioned countless cases which i will get into a little later that seem to be the smoking gun or at least the smoking leftover leg that proves its existence in documented cases there are photos that have been released that show the fire that engulfed the poor person was local to specific areas and by that i mean bizarrely it wasn't just a funny line that i said above there is actually a case that was photographed where a woman referred to as the cinder woman where 67 year old mary Reese, whose remains were found by a friend in her st petersburg florida home in 1951 where only her foot remained still in its slipper while the rest of her body had been reduced completely to ashes along with her chair that she had been sitting in but not her surroundings creepy as shit so that is a weird thing it has been documented yeah and you know it's been photographed and released and it's not as if it's some kind of mythical creature that could be faked there are actually mm. documented cases that has been taken by corridors that have been released so something's happened something's f***ing happened yeah so despite its sensational nature spontaneous human combustion is not widely accepted within the scientific community hence the reason that it is seen as more of a paranormal phenomenon the reported cases and the proposed mechanisms for it remain speculative and for this reason science doesn't recognize it the proof is there but no evidence is found so only speculation that fits within the scientific reasoning can be proposed as its explanation which is annoying because there are so many things that science discovers later and it changes the foundation of the thinking and the understanding of you know things like that so because at the moment doesn't fit within its paradigm it just goes isn't a thing doesn't exist it's like well here's a fucking evidence and people go well no that doesn't happen that's not a thing so it can't exist right kind of annoying just because it's beyond our current thinking that's the one so one theory suggests the wick effect wherein a small external flame like a cigarette or candle ignites clothing and the human body's fat acts like a fuel source causing a slow self-sustaining burn another theory is that something leads to a heart attack leading a smoker to drop their cigarette and the rest is as mentioned above goes up in flames but that seems like too many hurdles to jump through and you'd surely think that it would just cause a blaze like in the house yeah rather than just them or part of their body yeah like just burning like the top half or something like that it would like 
cause a fire and then the whole house would go up. Which actually is a really good point. That woman that was sat in a chair. Yeah, the chair was burnt, but her surroundings wasn't. Right. I mean, like, in some cases, I think I'd talk about later, where like the floor where they were stood was burnt, but the roof above them is fine. Oh, right. Very strange. Anyway, yeah. we'll get into all that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah. Cases of alleged spontaneous human combustion describes victims found in unusual states, such as reduced to ashes, limbs intact, or with their surroundings seemingly unaffected. The most bizarre thing, I think, is the fact that it burns the entirety of the affected parts of the body to ash, meaning that even the bone is reduced to nothing. Now, crematorium ovens burn between 1,000 and 1,300 degrees C, and they don't even reduce bone to ashes. Some fragments are still left behind and need to be ground up after the fact. So how hot must this fire be that is burning in these people? Yeah, that's beyond recognition, isn't it? Exactly, yeah, it sounds pretty f***ing paranormal to me. Mm. Critics argue that these anomalies can be explained by the particular behaviour of fire, which may leave some body parts unburnt due to variations in fat distribution and clothing composition, which I can kind of see because fire burns up so that means in the first example that I said in the Mary Risa one, she said that her foot was left. She would have had to have dropped her cigarette on her knee and had it land there, which doesn't seem right to me because only one leg remained. When you sit, your legs are generally down, so if it was dropped, it would bounce and roll. Like, say you're sat in yeah. a chair. This is after said heart attack. Yeah, obviously, yeah, so she's dead, you know, and then the arm, the arm goes down. Either she drops it and it falls onto a leg or, you know, falls onto the floor or it stays in her hand and her hand flops, then the fire would have gone up. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, well, maybe the cigarette did fall on the floor, but all the ghosties around just put it back on the lap. Yeah, like really kind, super cool guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I'll make it paranormal. <laughs> this wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. <laughs> like in the manual. Yeah, doesn't really add up, does it? No, no, it kind of seems a bit odd. Do you think it's some sort of horrible murder that's been put down to paranormal so someone's maybe like chopped the leg off mm. burnt the person replaced the leg just charred the edges a bit yeah so then people go oh my god she's burnt but the leg is still here yeah and then no dna evidence left because it's all burnt of course yeah you've cracked it mate yeah well i was the serial killer <laughs> i was the foot lever <laughs> Skepticism persists due to the absence of robust scientific evidence because if science thinks of an explanation, it obviously doesn't exist. Cases unfortunately lack thorough investigation and cases that are investigated are historical accounts so can't be on-site investigated which makes proving it a challenge. Yeah, that makes sense. Some alternative explanations include factors like external fire sources, faulty wiring or pre-existing medical conditions but... As I mentioned, in my eyes, that would all be obvious, surely. Investigations are usually done into fires, and they find the cause. So if it was faulty wiring, then surely the investigation would show that. True, yeah. And also, what does it mean by faulty wiring? So, like, the faulty wiring caused a fire, yeah. which only then burned them. Yeah, <laughs> this is what they are put down to. Right. So, like, there'll be a fire, and some of them, like, must have been faulty wiring. You know, they're next to a plug socket, maybe that's what caused it. And that will be the reasoning given for it by yeah. investigators. But, like, say, when a fire has happened in a house, people can go in, you know, they can tell if um, accelerants were used. They can tell where the fire started. They can see why it happened and generally the cause of it. So because they just see a person sat in a chair with a leg smoking, they were like, well, it's clearly not spontaneous human combustion because that doesn't exist. Maybe, I don't know, the sun coughed on their face. You know, because yeah. that's probably more logical. Flare. Yep, there you go. That's That burnt them. That's what it was. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, though. Especially if that was on the other side of the room. Not the sun. <laughs> no, he's round for a visit. <laughs> so he's round for a visit, and he's sat on the other side of the bar. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, Mildred bursts into flames. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've got to get out of here. 
<laughs> blasts off back to space. <laughs> he's just got a bit of a tickly cough and he's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's up in flames again. Just <laughs> on his way back up. <laughs> oh, God, there goes the fucking hospital again. <laughs> so outside of what science says it might be, what else could it be? Well, one proposed possibility for it is the accidental activation of one's kundalini. Now, have you ever heard of that, John? Not a clue what you're on about. Okie dokie. Are you sure you're pronouncing it correctly? Yes, this is something I've heard a lot about, so I, I know I'm at least saying it correctly. Okay, that's <laughs> Kundalini is the name given to the spiritual energy or life force found in the Hindu religion that is located at the base of the spine. Uh, okay. I was going to say it sounds more like a magician. Yeah. Kind of sounds like Houdini, doesn't it? It does a little bit, yeah. Kundalini. Yeah. Harry Kundalini. There you go. There you go. That's why he was so hot. Through yoga practice, the awakening of the Kundalini is said to be safe and give feelings of happiness and blissfulness. But should people activate it by accident, by ways of practicing yoga wrong, or through other spiritual methods unbalanced energy or emotional distress it is said to give an extreme burning sensation meaning that the torso which obviously the spine runs through would be affected if the temperature became too hot possibly leaving limbs untouched as is evidenced right so what does that really mean there's this life force in you called the kundalini which in in the the chakras i believe it is in your body it sits in the space of your spine okay so if you accidentally activate it it is said to give you burning hot feelings going through your body but does it actually set you alight well that's the thing i think if, if it were to get to the point of where it's uncontrolled it could possibly that's one of the theories that it could do that so the speculating this could be the cause because someone did yoga a bit wrong (laughs) and pulled the back out (laughs) (laughs) there goes my kundalini (laughs) kundalini oh kundalini there goes my kundalini (laughs) there goes my konga profession (laughs) sounds like that too so this is one of the the proposed paranormal aspects which it could be okay which is fun I'm, i'm assuming science is not backing this one bit of course not, no, absolutely not. Can you imagine if they tried? It's like it was the Alexa in the corner. Yeah, it said, Mildred, burn. <laughs> so, well, Alexa's always answered my queries. I, sp- I suppose I'd better comply. <laughs> God. <laughs> Definitely want to unplug it then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, f- you, Alexa. <laughs> That's when that one actually sets a light as well. <laughs> Just comes after you in its sleep. Faulty wiring. <laughs> Faulty Alexa. There have been accounts of individuals reportedly experiencing partial spontaneous human combustion, though, by accident, during which blue flames erupt from specific parts of their bodies. The resulting burns were described as resembling those from an electrical burn caused by a high energy source. Like an Alexa. Like a f***ing Alexa. Apologies, by the way, if anyone has one of those devices. It keeps kicking <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> it's a very good It's point. trying to set you alight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Like, you're going to catch fire later. <laughs> <laughs> so, into some modern cases. One case is of a lady named Janine Safin, 61, who, while she was happily chilling with her family, her brother-in-law, a man named Don Carroll, said he saw a blue flame unexpectedly shoot from Janine's stomach while she was happily sat in the kitchen table in her home in Edmonton, North London. Carroll recalled, She was roaring like a dragon. The kitchen remained unscathed, but her cardigan melted. The inquest failed to provide a resolution, but I am certain about what I witnessed. So did she die? No, no, she's alive. This, this is like the partial one. Where it's uh, like, like, oh my god, a blue flame from my belly. 
Lost what? a favourite cardigan there. Yeah, really annoying because you just bought that that day. You should be saving up for months. Yeah, it was proper M and S one and everything. Yeah, like forty eight thousand pounds, I think it cost. Yeah. <laughs> the right she bought it, to be honest. Me, no, me neither. <laughs> Another example involves a person who also survived such an event. A man named Frank Baker was at his Vermont home. He said in a news report that he and some friends were just sat on the couch, everything was great, went out of nowhere, flames just broke out of his body. Baker frantically attempted to extinguish the flames and said he had no clue what was happening to his body. And despite the madness, Baker and his friend managed to stop the flame and quickly sought medical attention. The diagnosis, however, proved as startling as the unexpected combustion itself, for the doctor, after doing some tests, called Frank and said it seemed to have burnt from the inside out. Bom, bom, bom. Hmm, okay. That's, that's coming from a doctor, Jordan. Yeah, but is he a scientist? His name is Dr. Scientist. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. He's a cool guy. Is he? Yeah, he's, right. he's, a bit, he's a bit science-minded, you know. Don't believe spontaneous human combustion can exist, even though he's just seen it. Yeah. In the hospital, they call him Dr. Bastard. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Science Bastard. <laughs> Dr. Science Bastard. <laughs> Learn to trust your eyes, you science bastard, is what they say to him every is morning. It? Yeah. That's their mantra every morning, isn't it? Yeah, Little like they'll get in a circle with him in the middle. I brought you all costas and muffins. Trust your eyes, you science <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> The way he goes, though, is one day they all go up in flames surrounding him. He can't get out. <laughs> he can't get out. Like, I don't believe this is happening. Although the last dying words, trust your fucking eyes, you science bastard. He's like, I don't believe in it. <laughs> he just steps over their corpses. That was weird. <laughs> but not everyone is as lucky as those two I mentioned above. A more recent fatality associated with spontaneous human combustion occurred as recent as December 2010 when 76-year-old Michael Faraday, I think it's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Mike, that's an unfortunate name. <laughs> F-A-H-E-R-T-Y, Faraday. Oh, I think, I think if I remember correctly, he's Irish. So, uh, okay. Faraday, probably, something like that. Not, uh, yeah. not Farty. <laughs> Sorry. My mistake, my apologies. Michael Faherty passed away at his residence in Galway, Ireland. There we go. Dr. K- Killian? Kieran? Kieran? Kieran McLaughlin. I should have really, like, truth, proof, proof, truth, read these <laughs> earlier. Proofread. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> truth proofed. You know. You know. <laughs> the coroner, tasked with determining the cause of death, made a startling discovery and attributed it to spontaneous human combustion. Mr. Faherty was discovered in his living room bearing severe burns while lying on his back with his head positioned ominously close to an open fireplace. Solved, you might think. But despite the raging fire coming from the poor guy, his living room didn't match that of a scene that you might imagine to have come from being burnt by a fireplace as the burns on his surroundings were solely on the ceiling directly above him and on the floor beneath him. Forensic experts meticulously examined the scene at Mr. Faherty's dwelling, dismissing any correlation between the fireplace and his unfortunate death, and Dr. McLaughlin remarked, This falls within the realm of spontaneous human combustion, a phenomenon for which there exists no scientific explanation. But it can't be real, right? Right, Jordan? Can't be real. Can't be a thing that just happens, can it, Jordan? Can't be a f***ing thing, can it, Jordan? (laughs) Tell me! <laughs> you careful, you're gonna go up in flames. <laughs> Flame on. <laughs> Sorry, I get a little angry. I don't know what to think, really. 
I mean, I'm kind of open to the idea of it being real. What, you'd love it to be, would you? Well, no, the, the I, thought I that random people could just randomly spark into flames sounds fucking great to me. You know, if you want a bit of time off work. Oh, yeah, just, <laughs> just die. <laughs> die by fire. That'll get me off. It could be a partial one. My boss, I can't come in today. <laughs> the fire came out of my tummy. <laughs> Sorry, mate. My, my pinky's on fire as we speak. I don't think I'm going to be able to come to work today. <laughs> It'd be a nightmare for handing receipts out. Wouldn't it just? Yeah. yeah. When you're behind the tails, like, who's your receipt? Like, oh, thanks. I need that for tax. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stayed home today. <laughs> Oh, worse still, you work in a bank. You hand oh, the money yeah. over. So, oh, here's your life savings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just use the cash machine, Betty. Just go outside. But well, I can't use technology. Look, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I will burn your money. Meanwhile, <laughs> the fire alarm's going. <laughs> yeah, the sprinkler's just on constantly over your head. I'm going to get your money out if I try, Betty. My computer's f***ed <laughs> from all the water. <laughs> like Betty, just step outside and be just telling you for five minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you for hours, Betty. Hello, it's knocking on the window. <laughs> Evacuate, please. <laughs> Love it, a fucking car that you constantly. God, Betty, what a jab. Oh dear. Uh, what do you think of it? Well, it's one of those things that because I've been taught and I've grown up thinking it's not real. That's just my way of thinking. So I obviously, you know, okay. my, my brain just goes, well, it can't be real, but. I mean, there are photos. I had a photo to show you, but because we're recording in your super cool studio at the moment, I haven't got my laptop, right. so I can't show you the picture. So don't right. ask. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> but, um, you know, there are pictures of it, and it is weird, and there are reported cases of it, but it just does seem that just because it doesn't fit into the scientific realm of explainability, that it, it is a thing that is reported that can't happen. Mm. So, I mean, I've never seen a case myself. <laughs> just wait till you get home. Yeah. <laughs> I am drinking vodka right now, so <laughs> oh, yeah. home, you know, walk into that warm living room. Just walk out, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll make my, my first port call to call you. Okay. Not to run and get in the shower, yeah. which is probably very close. I will I will call you and be like, you're in this real. <laughs> so you just hear me fall to ash. <laughs> the only thing is that your phone and Mel, I won't be able to hear it. No, I'll lob it to the sofa. I'll just be like, Siri, call Magical Jordan. Yeah, and then it'll say... Sorry, what? <laughs> Would you like to call mobile or FaceTime? <laughs> fucking uh, either or. You want to call the horde? No, <laughs> fucking Al, <laughs> Al Siri. <laughs> By the way, there is no one in my contacts under the name the horde. Oh, yeah. It's like, which one? <laughs> there are 57 contacts under that name. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that is it for Spontaneous Human Combustion. I hope I am able to edit that into a coherent f***ing sentence. Good luck. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) No, I enjoyed it. I I find the topic fascinating. I now know why you asked me to send you my notes. So when I'm going, uh, spiggle balls, balls, you can just be like, yeah, f*** you, and read it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. So, Ian, embarrassing email sent by mistake. Can't wait. I ask you, uh-huh. do you know the worst email you've ever accidentally sent? I don't really send emails, so no. Okay. And um, I have this uh, OCD about making sure I send text to the correct person as well. Right. So, like, when I'm sending something, that they might get it and be like, what the f***? I'd, like, read the text, read the message, look at the contact, and be like, yep, that wants to go to that person. Correct. Yeah. Yep, that that's the per- Yep, send. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm very good at not sending the wrong thing to the wrong people. 
Well, that's very good of you. Thanks. So, well, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, think my parents would like to know about my fisting habits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that lovely note. <laughs> so, dear listener, I ask you, have you ever hit reply all by mistake? Maybe sent a message to the very person you were criticising. Carbon copied the boss in a delicate discussion. It's no wonder that hitting send can be a nerve-wracking experience. Wait, wait, carbon copied? Is that what CC means? Yeah. Didn't know that. Did you? Really? Really. You, oh, you must have. No. Okay. I don't use emails in, like, any kind of professional sense, so... I'm, or at all, apparently. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't send emails. Uh, only to Kim. <laughs> That's only when I reply look of a love. But never used emails. Fair enough. They to are me, a bit of an outdated tool now, aren't they? Yeah, to me, they are just like that sort of thing that, you know, like, businessmen use mm-hmm. to communicate, and it does just seem daft when you can just text people. Yeah. I suppose it, it's more formal and you got, like, a bit of a professional trail, haven't you, paper trail? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, allow me to share with you some of the internet's most embarrassing emails sent by mistake. Kicking off with myself. Oh, God. <laughs> so, many years ago, when I studied graphic design at college, I sent an email to a generally rather stern tutor mm-hmm. <laughs> asking for advice on my portfolio, ending with kind regards. Only that's not what I wrote, I realised later. Oh, God. I actually had, in fact, written kind retards. Oh, God. (laughs) So that was just a spelling mistake. (laughs) That was a spelling mistake, but I hadn't realised until much later. But easily done. Thankfully, it was never brought up and acknowledged. Yeah. They are next to each other. Yeah, it's like above it, isn't it? Yeah, it's just next to It's a bit of an unfortunate one. One letter, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, it never really caused any problem. Nice. So all's well that ends well. Yeah. But a couple that are from the internet, however... Are they worse? (laughs) It just says, My mum just accidentally prematurely sent an email to an accounting firm. It was supposed to say, I'm afraid that we will have to postpone our meeting. But she hit send when all it said was, Hi, Geoffrey. I am afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine getting that? It's been like, I don't know what to do with that information. (laughs) Does she want help? What do we do to help? Yeah. Yeah. I promise you taxes were fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a knock on the door. I don't know if it was HMRC. You'd be fucking scared if you got one back saying, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Especially it was from a different email. Yeah. Carbon copied from the devil. Is that, Maybe. Does that work? Can you use that in that sentence? I mean, I've never had one from the devil that I know <laughs> well, of. That's because you don't use emails. Yeah, it's loads of texts. Yeah, just text messages. Occasionally a WhatsApp. Another one says, meant to write an email that said, hey, hope you're doing well, but accidentally hit send after writing, hey, ho. (laughs) 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 Another one says, I didn't realise that my phone has been auto-correcting the word best to beast. Why? I signed a whole slew of professional emails as beast Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real go-getter from the Beast, Erica. <laughs> like Beast mode acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, professional emails. And she still has a job after that. I assume so. Can't be that bad. Didn't though. say. That's because she was kicked out of the internet cafe. She was using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, she's head of the company now, CEO, because she was a beast. Oh right, of course. It makes sense. Naturally. Another one. I meant to write "stay in touch" in an email, but accidentally wrote "stay and touch." <laughs> The problem is that I sent it to a hundred students. Oh. This looks very bad. <laughs> 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 
Imagine being that one kid to be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happened. Yeah. Like, Dreams have come true. <laughs> there's, there's another one. I assume this is from someone that's a little bit drunk. Okay. Shall we say. Mm-hmm. The subject reads, hey, asshole. <laughs> and the message says, I just wanted to say fuck you for failing me last spring when I had an A plus on my blackboard and you gave me an E because of my attendance. You f- my whole college career up, you pussy. And then there's another one just after it is correcting the spelling of life. Uh-huh. And then another one that actually says, wrong person, sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know what their response was. You know, that has actually just reminded me of something that happened to me not so long ago. Oh, no. In the last month. It's not bad because um, luckily I was able to cancel it. I was texting someone. I think it, I think it was you. It right. must have been you. Because I text only you ever. But, um, you text me something and I text you back. I used uh, Siri to text you on my watch. And I said, thank you, pal. But it read it back to me as, fuck you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, someone like, oh, I've just uploaded episode 45. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you, Paul. <laughs> what the hell, man? I don't know. I guess I didn't see that anyway. That's the thing. I, I cancelled it. I had oh, a little giggle to myself and cancelled it. And, and You should have kept it. Because I, I wouldn't have had the chance to easily rectify it, and it would have just come back and she's like, "Fuck you, Paul." You should have just said, "I'd have loved that." And then I'd have cancelled the upload. That, yeah, that is the that is the title of this episode. Fuck you, Paul. Another one. One time, one of our executives sent an email saying she was taking a dick day instead of a sick day. Oh, yeah, that quote lived on for many years. <laughs> Another one says, I'm a female teacher. I once emailed a student to say that I was still very busty. Oh. Oh, the shame. (laughs) Oh, dear. They haven't shrunk. That's another one that's thinking, those videos are real. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's the same person. Possibly. Another one says, just accidentally emailed a porn link to a co-worker. Oh, God. How would you get out of that? Um... If you can't undo that. Right, so let's say let's say I accidentally email you a porn link. No, no, say it's not me, but say it's someone that you are acquaintance with that you don't really know that well. Okay. But you've miscopied the link from your lunch bank. <laughs> <laughs> lunch bank. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. Pop up. <laughs> what you would. <laughs> Click the link yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, no. I would um, claim that I was on a website that I wanted to share with them, but all of a sudden a pop-up up. popped up. Yeah. Uh, That's what I call my penis. <laughs> Crispy MILF hasn't showered in weeks. Uh, accidentally, that popped up. Right. I I didn't look at the. I'm not very familiar with technology. I don't know what I was doing. I just copied and sent. <laughs> oh no! Email much? Yeah, it's a, it's a dirty one. Oh no! <laughs> curse, curse! Um, my dad for using my phone when I wasn't looking. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Totally throw you under the bus there. <laughs> I love crispy mouths. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because it happened to you. No, 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 but this person had a way out. And they said, so when I realised, I emailed ten other co-workers the same link and just said it was a computer virus. 
that's Clever using, that's using your fucking knowledge, mate. That's it, rather than your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my dad was using the work computer again. <laughs> I wasn't blaming my dad for looking at that. I just, you know, might have accidentally <laughs> downloaded a virus. Generally, if you say your dad, people just automatically think eight-year-old. Eight-year-old? Eighty-year-old. Oh, Christ. Luddite, you know, someone who doesn't know you how to use technology. So, oh, I'm just looking up Tesco, but I've accidentally put it on Facebook. Like, Tesco, enter. <laughs> so me put on Busty Mills. <laughs> yeah, Busty Crispy Unshowered Mills. <laughs> It was. It was. Um. He couldn't see the, the type. The writing. He was typing. Yeah. He was trying to. T- he was trying to write. Um. Tasty. Uh. Washing powder for milk. Right. And he accidentally wrote crusty unwashed milk. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Even though the font's about ten thousand. Yeah. Well, I mean, the glasses are just as thick, so <laughs> they, they counteract each other. All oh, right, cancel yeah, each other out. Yeah, and then and you know he, he, he saw one that said delicious milk for milkshakes, but he clicked on it. It actually said milf shakes her booty. Ah, uh, yeah. And um, you know, pop up after pop up after pop up, and then I came to it, and I was just like, oh, um, <laughs> here's some milkshake. <laughs> Poppy said. Do you think I'd have got away with it? No. <laughs> Not at all. I'll just use the virus version. Yeah, I think that's a sensible one. <laughs> Someone else said, my professor sent me this to the whole class at 1am. Oh, God. Which reads, video number two regarding interracial marriage is on class Moodle page and here with a link that is to babesandbitches.net. <laughs> <laughs> Anna spreading in black stockings. And then he reads, Remember, a classmate suggested downloading the Dropbox app for a better experience. <laughs> I have not tried it. Sincerely. Then followed by another email. Important! This is the correct link. Please do not open the other link. It is for an adult website. Oh, God. I totally screwed up and apologise big time. If any of you opened it before getting this email, please let me know. Yes, I am screaming. Huge mistake. Sincerely. <laughs> He should have just used the virus thing. Yeah, yeah. I blamed his dad. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, he's, he's 86 himself. Oh, is that, well, shit, man. Well, that's just even more reason for yeah. his dad to have fucked up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when he got the Ouija board out. It all went <laughs> to pop. Dad, can you type your message onto this computer? B- busty Mills. <laughs> Babes. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Guess he's trying to tell us he's happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, a couple more. So this is from someone that said, We had a large corporate event yesterday where some bosses got hit with pies for charity. Mm. One of the female bosses sent this email to the whole main office. I'm still a little sticky from the delectable midday cream pie facial. Oh but my what God. a blast. Thank you and your <laughs> team for putting on a great event for all of us to enjoy. That person clearly did not know what those meant. I'm assuming so. And for anyone else who doesn't know, John, would you like to explain? Uh, Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> do I find it on babes and bitches? I think you do, yeah. <laughs> do I? Yeah. <laughs> Just I... use a drop-down menu. Look oh, for okay. cream pies and facials. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Oh, I didn't realise that's what it was. <laughs> and the, the final one. My mum sent a group email to my siblings saying, Daddy's in heaven. And that was it. She failed to attach the photo of him enjoying his new boat. Because <laughs> that could either mean he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> or he's getting some good action right now from mummy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So there you have it, everybody. Some of the internet's most embarrassing emails sent accidentally. Fantastical. <laughs> 
actually, in all seriousness, I'd do the same as what you've said. Blame your dad. <laughs> no, no, it's not it's that. It's actually you that walked into your neighbour's house. <laughs> it was, yeah. I always compose emails from the bottom to the top as well. Yes, so um, wish is best. No, Jordan, <laughs> wish is best. I write the actual email content, then the subject line, yep. then the address or addressees. Yes, yes. And that way there's no accidentally hitting send and it going to someone you really don't want it to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So pro tip for anyone that has these issues in their life. I mean, it is very easy, isn't it, to write something and then just hit send thinking you've got it correct when yeah. you might have accidentally been in the wrong contact or done a f***ing horrible typo. And funnily enough, you know, this is something um, when we were thinking about content ideas right back when we started, I was thinking about Apple's uh, swipe to text. Oh, yeah. You know, I do it, use that a lot, actually. I use it, and it's utter shit. There's quite a few mistakes, yeah. Yeah, right. So, like, I was going to, like, do, like, a segment, like, I was going to, like, write a story and, like, show you what it said or Such something a good like idea. that. But I, I never quite got around to it because I, I kind of thought, like, it might just be a bit boring or a bit shit, you know, if, if it only, like, misses one word or whatever. But should we do a little test now? Yeah, okay. Right, so I'm going to I'm gonna text you, something Jordan, that. And, and look at that, you've got a, a, a face, a picture next to your contact, so I know it's you. Amazing. Michael Jordan. Right, so t- tell me something to write. No, you, you write something to me and I have to see if it's what it should have been. Okay. Obviously you just don't change anything. Yeah. Right, here you go. My books are painting and I, I, really smelly. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's just a normal text from me. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right, doesn't it? Something that fits my bill. It was supposed to say, my nipples are painful and I'm really smelly. Wow. Do you, do you want to do one back to me? Okay. That was perfect, what I've just sent, apparently. My nipples are also painful, and I'm also super smelly. <laughs> but that was that was perfectly correct. Yeah, it's, like, it's typical, isn't it? You know, you're trying to... Prove a point. Yeah, it does it perfectly. Bloody apple. It, it just doesn't make it. <laughs> You've just reminded me. I've done an autocorrect for the word diarrhea, because I can never get it right. <laughs> Why would you want to put that into <laughs> well, a if, sentence? Because if ever I need to write it, <laughs> I, I'm not like... Constantly seeing a red squiggle. <laughs> you do know there's a little um, voice button down here. Yeah, I never bother with that. Do you not? No, not really. I do that sometimes. No. The secret life of iPhone users. <laughs> Shortcuts and microphones. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, does that about bring us round to the end of today's episode? I think so. Nice. Later. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode. And maybe even tell a friend. Email your friend telling them about Two Guys What's Up, but then accidentally email that to someone else telling them about Two Girls One Cup. (laughs) And then uh, reply to them saying, sorry, that was my dad. And and, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, just get everyone around for a massive apology. But when you go to say sorry, accidentally click play on a Two Guys What's Up episode and introduce them to all that audio goodness. Beautiful. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, our Linktree link is in the bio of this episode, which you can click on and be jetted off to every link you will ever need for all your two guys what's up extras. Want to ask Jordan if he'll email you a raunchy email and then ask you if it was um, intentional or not? Then click the link! Want to send Ian your personal creepy ghost encounter? Click that link! Want to come round to my house and, and email me your creepy ghost encounter, but accidentally, on purpose, actually meant to tell me that you meant to, to tell me that, that you wanted to come round in, in the email? Click the link! Want to give Ian some speech therapy? <laughs> Click that fucking link! 
And don't forget that we also have a Patreon where you can find all your two guys' WhatsApp extra essentials, including pin badges and a shout-out, our gorgeous two guys' WhatsApp branded T-shirts, and if you really can't get enough of our fantastic tales and beautiful voices, well, now you can get more because we release bonus episodes which come out on the last Friday of every month. There are currently six sitting there waiting for your ears to just gobble up that audio juice. And all that is available right now, starting with the bonus episodes for just three pounds a month so if you want to help support the show and get some cool stuff while you do it head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up to check out all the goodies over there the link will of course be down below for your clickety clap poop pleasure but if you still can't do that but you'd like to help us out then a five star rating and review in your podcast app of choice would be the best way to do that for us and we would be eternally grateful we would in very much deed. But on that note, thanks for listening, guys. You all have a fucking amazing week, and we will see you next Monday. For anyone that doesn't know, as a phenomenon, as a phenomenon, as a phenomenon, as a phenomenon. <laughs> well done. Thank you.